Welcome to Ladies Roadmap Podcast. Are you at the point in life where you finally have the time to think about your dreams and desires, but maybe you don't even know what those are anymore? If you're ready for positive change and an enriched life, then come along as we interview thought-provoking guests that will inspire and motivate you. We are also going to bring you practical steps on how to use journaling to illuminate your thoughts, which can then turn your dreams into reality. Welcome, ladies. We're so glad you're here with the Ladies Roadmap Podcast. And today we have Kelly Snyder, who is an entrepreneur living in Kansas City. And she's one of these women that we love to talk about because she actually has reinvented herself. And as she calls it on her blog, she's a redefined mom. She started her career in corporate world and decided to climb in the corporate ladder. Well, that just wasn't for her. And now Kelly has her own business, which you girls are going to be so excited about. She has an online course for women called Adore Your Wardrobe. And she teaches women how to confidently dress their unique body types through principles found in math and science. Who would have thought? We're so happy to have you here today, Kelly. Welcome. Well, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, welcome, Kelly. So Kelly, like Jamie said, we we love to talk to women and hear stories of of you know the the daring transitions that that we make and obviously you decided that you wanted to transition and change your career and reinvent yourself tell us when you sort of had that realization that you really did want to change your your world and about how old were you so i've been through many reinventions as i call it or pivots i use the word pivot a lot too um First reinvention was when I had my second child and I left the corporate world to stay home with my kids. And I did that. Um, I'm still doing that is what I would say that I'm a work at home mom. And so I have the privilege and the freedom to be able to be involved in their activities, but yet still have a career outside of that. Um, The second time I pivoted though, was when the recession hit and, um, my family, my husband is a remodeling contractor. And so as you can imagine, when the recession hit, there wasn't a whole lot of remodeling contracting work. And that's when I kind of started to dig into the online space. I didn't know anything about it. Um, Man, that's almost like 10 years ago or 11 years ago. Um, I didn't know much about it, but I liked being able to connect with other women that were in kind of the same boat I was. Um, It's back when everybody still used blogger, which is such a foreign, I think, phrase anymore. Um, And so I just started kind of diving into that online world and that has successfully grown. You know, I've made a career out of it. Um, I had a blog and did very well with that. And then about two and a half, maybe two and three quarters years, we're almost on our third year. I decided to start a course about fashion um, called Adore Your Wardrobe. And I've, we've been able to do that for over the last three years as well. Well, so tell us, how does the online course work? First of all, why don't you tell us how it works for you business-wise, and then we can dive into the benefits for all these ladies out there. Sure. So from a business perspective, it's kind of like you get to be an online stylist, essentially. Like I get to work with women to help them figure out what's the best way to dress their individual and unique bodies. Um, We get to do it through curriculum that I've written and videos and worksheets. 
Um, but then also I have a Facebook Live that I do once a week, so I'm able to interact with them there. And then we have private Facebook groups for the students as well. So it's kind of like being able, you know, in the past, you might have only been um, confined to your environment of what was around you. So if you wanted to do some anything really, right, like you were confined to your neighborhoods or your cities or whatever. But now with the online world, I've got clients all across the country and in other countries. And so it just really kind of opens up your neighborhood in a much wider, bigger scope. We understand that you have this long-standing passion for fashion. What was your job before you started Adore Your Wardrobe, and how did you get into it? So I was a um, corporate marketer for McDonald's. Um, I worked on the corporate side, and I did their marketing, advertising plans, sales and marketing, meeting with a lot of franchisees, having them in agencies. Um, and I did that for five and a half years. Um, and before that, I worked for a um, another company in corporate marketing as well. So that was kind of my... I've always loved marketing. I've known that since I was in high school, essentially. Like I've always known I've loved advertising and marketing. Um, and I was able to do that on a corporate level before I transitioned and stayed at home. So that had to help you a lot, having that marketing business background, because what you're doing now really is all about marketing, wouldn't you say? Yeah, a lot of it is. I think... Um, I would say that it definitely helps, but I think any skill set that you get through any kind of job can definitely, you know, pivot into another one. Um, you know, if I would have had sure. HR experience, that would have been great too, because <laughs> I have a staff of 13 now. So, oh, wow. So you've um, really grown. Right. So those things, you know, I think anytime that you can take the knowledge that you've gotten at one job and apply it to the next is, is always really great. So I'm curious, you know, on the, with your clients that you have all over the world and the country, what would you say with it being an online course, what would you say that the majority of your clients say about this as far as how, how this has worked for them? Well, it's kind of an interesting thing. I think usually women go into this course thinking it's just going to be a few tips about how to change up their closet and figure out how to wear that pair of jeans that maybe has been bugging them for a while. Um, and what they find is that it's really about so much more. It's about kind of finding, um, accepting who you are in the body that you're in today. It really helps women with their confidence level um, because when they feel good, when they look good, they feel good. Um, they're able to interact in the world in a much different capacity um, than they were before. And I know it sounds a little like vanity when we say that our clothes really matter, but they really do matter. Um, that's why there's the phrase, the power suit, right? Like, you know, as women, we would have put on the power suit to go into the boardroom or to go into that big meeting to feel confident and empowered. And I feel like our clothes on an everyday basis should be able to do that as well. Well, I find that women, um, especially after a certain age, it, our bodies start changing. And that's where the confusion goes in, where, as you used to be able to go to a store and, you know, all those years, you pretty much knew the style and, and what looked good on you. And then all of a sudden now, uh, that, those, those brands don't fit anymore. Uh, do you go over that with women? We do. So we have a system where we um, look at a person's individual body type based on measurements. It has nothing to do with their size or their weight or anything like that. It's, we'd say it's truly math and science because it's based on the measurements. Um, and then we help you determine which unique body type you are. Most women fall into five, one of, one of five categories. Um, and then we go through a lot of other information as well. We use um, the principles behind the golden spiral to help us understand like what lengths of shirts and jackets would look best on us. We help them understand how to accessorize 
through a process we call the rule of four, which is that the eye wants to bounce four times um, visually before it lands on your face. And if it bounces less than that, it can get stuck. And sometimes when it gets stuck, it gets stuck in places that we don't want it to get stuck in. Um, Wait, hold on a second. What's the golden spiral? So the golden spiral is something that's found in nature. Um, If you look like at a seashell, um, it'll show it. And it's basically a one-thirds to two-thirds ratio. Um, It's kind of like when you put a picture up on the wall, you don't want it to be dead center because that looks odd to the eye. You want it to be a little bit higher or a little bit lower so that it has that it's based on the golden spiral, but it's just so that it's easy on the eye. Um, And so we teach women how to dress that way so that it's easy on the eye so that they never have a situation where they take a picture with their family and then be like, I thought that looked awesome in the mirror, but now it doesn't look so great when I get it, you know, on film. Um, And usually that's due to the fact that they aren't in what I call balance and proportion um, and through, I guess, the principle of the golden spiral. That's great. And how often do you have your online course? Is it ongoing or just specific times? We have registration four times a year. Um, We do it in January, um, late March, early April, just kind of depends when spring breaks hit, um, June, and then in September. Um, The reason we only do it four times is because we really have a one-to-one mentoring system. So we really want to take a group of students through the entire um, curriculum. Um, And then we give them another 30 days after that to learn how to apply the curriculum as well. And so we, we really dive in with the women and really help them work through it. And so that's why we don't have it open all the time because we are really vested in their success. Yeah. And then if, when they have questions, is it just a, do they email you? Is that typically how they contact you? No. So they're all in a Facebook group together. So the students, so like, let's say you were part of the January session, you would be with every other student that is part of the January session and you would work together on the curriculum in a group. So they can ask questions inside the Facebook group and get answers. They can post selfies and get feedback. They can get recommendations of things to buy to complete an outfit Um, They can get recommendations on the best jeans or the best shirt or the best jacket. So it's really, you know, it's very much a small group setting where a lot of these women become really good friends. That's what I was going to say. It sounds like women helping women and then they would become friends. Yeah. And it's, everybody's a little vulnerable, right? Like, you know, it it does take a little bit of um, bravery to raise your hand and say, I'm kind of not doing so hot at this fashion thing. Can I get some help? And it feels good to know that you're not alone in feeling that way. And then that, that vulnerability allows some, something really special to happen amongst those women where they do become good, good friends afterwards. So who's, if you wanted to say, who's this course for? Who's the perfect person this is for? You know, I've had, I've had all. I've had 18-year-olds to 82-year-olds. Um, I don't really feel like there's an age that hits. Like, I don't feel like if you are this age, this is the perfect age for you to do it. I think it's really for a woman who has stood in her closet and either had tears come to her eyes because she had a special event and she's tried on three outfits and she doesn't like any of them and time is running out and she feels like she's late and she just doesn't know what to do. Or the woman who continually buys clothes, but just never feels like she has anything to wear. Um, I would say, regardless of your age, if you fall in either one of those camps, like this is the course for you. So, you know, with the seasons having just changed and being on the West Coast, it takes them a little longer to, to feel the effects of the cooler weather. So... Every season, I find that I just feel like I I need a few new pieces in my wardrobe just to kind of pull it together. Is that something that you sort of tell people to think about? 
with the changing seasons, maybe kind of add one or two new pieces? You know, we, we really leave it up to the individual. So what we've learned in doing this for several years is that people and their buying habits are different. So for you, you may be like, I just need two or three pieces to kind of mix and match with some of my other stuff to kind of pull it together. And that works for you. Like your mind organizes clothes that way. For other people like myself, I'm more what I refer to as outfit driven. So I can't just buy one or two pieces. Like I need the complete outfit to be done from head to toe. And that's when I feel confident. Like I know that this outfit from the necklace to the sweater, to the shirt, to the jeans, to the boots all goes together and works. And I wear that all together. And they say that's a great way to buy because then you don't have the bits and pieces that don't go together. Right. But for other people that are mix and matchers, like the thought of buying a whole outfit, like kind of gives them the hives because they're (laughs) like, what if I only wear that shirt once with that one outfit that doesn't feel right? You know, and that's just a, and again, it's how we psychologically organize ourselves. And that's to say you're part psychologist at the same time when you're, when you're teaching these people. Yeah, there's a little bit of therapy that goes mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. it, but it's personal. I think fashion yeah. is one of those things that we take for granted, and it is really personal. And it's an abil- it's an, a way for us to express ourselves um, externally how we feel on the inside. I think that's a really important point. And also, I was wondering, do you guys go into color at all? Because that's a really, I think that's a really important. I was an image consultant for many years, and that was something that I felt was a game changer. Yeah, we we go into what undertone you are, which colors look better on you, which metallics look better on you. Um, as people get, we have a we have multiple courses. Then we get even farther into color and discussing color weight um, and how the eye perceives color, um, which is back dives right into the science of everything. Um, and then we even go into like how to put color harmonies together and pattern mixing and all of those things so that you kind of have a, ro- you can be as robust as you want to um, in any given topic in regards to fashion. And then it's just a question of, do you want to do it or not? Right. So I have a, a really big question here. Is okay. What is, what is one of the biggest mistakes uh, you think women, and I'm going to make it specific to women over 40, because that's who our ladies are. Uh, what is one of the biggest mistakes women over 40 make when they're dressing? Oh man. Um, my first one is that they haven't had a proper bra fitting in, um, (laughs) six months. Um, such a good good one. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent that you need to go in and get your girls where they need to be, um, and get a right bra. Usually people that come in our course, 80%, 85 sometimes are in either the wrong bra size or the wrong cups, like band size or cup size. Um, and it makes such a difference. Like when sure, you get it affects clothes, how your clothes fit and your, oh and my word, your back. How you look, you look yeah. like you lose 10 pounds. If you get your girls, like, as I refer to it as front and center, instead of under your arms. <laughs> That's a great one, Kelly. It really is. Um, another, another question I would have is what would be your biggest, like, I mean, I know as an image consultant type wardrobe person, you have to have some other pet peeve that when you're out, you can't help but sort of notice that people do. Um, Probably my second biggest pet peeve is women that hide in their clothes. So they wear really big and oversized clothing because they think if they, that they have an area on their body that maybe they're not happy with. Um, Maybe that's their thighs or their belly or their backside, whatever that is. And they've, they've, decided somehow that if they buy a shirt that fits over that and even bigger than over that, that it hides it and makes it look better. 
And really what that does is just makes them look bigger. Like it adds what we refer to as visual weight um, because the eye is going to fill up that space regardless if there's something in there or not. Um, So I think that's probably my second one. I'm also a huge proponent in tailoring. Mm -hmm. I feel that the retail system has done women a disservice um, because fast fashion came in and somehow we lost this whole idea of seamstresses, you know, because I mean, that's how I grew up as a kid. My grandmother and mother were both seamstresses. Um, I grew up that way. And now it's this philosophy of like, well, I can just pull it off the rack and it's going to look great. Well, I can guarantee that if all three of us ladies put on a medium shirt, it's going to fit us all very differently. Um, And sometimes you have to have that tailoring in order to make it look right on your individual body and that that's okay. I always found it interesting that men just naturally get their pants tailored, their suits tailored, and that women have sort of thought like, well, if I don't fit into it, then I'll go to something else, you know, go to the next piece. Whereas really you should just buy the next size up, not feel bad about it, and then get it tailored. Well, and let's talk about sizing too. Like what a mess. Yes, yes. You know, that you can go into a store and literally, I mean, I, I can speak to it. I have size four pants in my closet and I have size 10 pants in my closet. And I am not, I mean, like I am still me, like it's still, I'm still the same size. Everything is still the same, but like we've got some serious vanity sizing that's going on and no wonder women get frustrated, right? That, you know, they sure. go to pull on a pair of pants and they're like, well, I'm an eight. Well, no, you're not. Cause this is vanity sizing. So really you're a four or they put on an eight and they're like, nope, we vanity size the other way. So really <laughs> you're a 12. Yeah. I mean, you really do need it. You do need a tailor in your pocket for certain, but you're right, Jamie. I know my husband gets things tailored all the time and I very seldom will. I might put it in a pile to do it. It just doesn't happen. Well, on the, uh, on the, the note back to your business and how you changed your life, I was just curious, other than being a stay-at-home mom, maybe the other best part of owning your own business has been for you personally. Um, honestly, it's my, it's the ladies I affect. Um, it's watching a woman who maybe the first time she takes a selfie, she cuts her head off and not because she doesn't know how to take a selfie, but because she's so embarrassed, um, and her self-confidence is really low and watching her progression happen over the 60 days that we're able to spend time with her and watching kind of like, well, eventually the face comes into the selfie. And then pretty soon you're standing a little bit taller. And then all of a sudden the shoulders go back. And then all of a sudden there's a smile on the face. I think, I think that's the most rewarding part is that I get to really empower and affect women in a positive way. And I don't know any other job that I could have that would allow me to do that. That is beautiful. And you know, one more thing about this, that your philosophy of fashion actually being scientific and math mathematical to me is what really drew me into what you were doing as in a program because um, I find that so many women out there they they just say I'm not into fashion I'm not I don't like it and I think it's only because they don't understand it that there's really just a science if you don't like math but you've never taken a math class I understand why so it sounds like that you actually are helping them see how to do this. And you don't really have to have any kind of special flair for it or anything. Is that right? Right. I think that's one of the biggest misnomers is that you have to have this artistic vision in order to be fashionable. And that's not true. 
Um, most stylists, yeah, they might have a little bit of an art flair, but it's because they understand all these formulas and rules and how to make all of this work. And it's just not taught anywhere. Like there wasn't a home ec class that we all sat in in high school that sat down with us and said, this is the way to dress to make your, you know, to that works best for your body. Nobody's taught us this. And so, um, it's hard for women. Like it's just hard. And I don't feel, I mean, I love social media. I'm part of social media, but social media makes it hard too, because so many times the pictures that we see aren't true representations of what actually is going on. They're posed for the camera. There might be some Photoshopping. There might be some angle changes. There's some filters and that can feel really a hard standard to keep up with. Um, when we're comparing ourselves to that. And we or, are, or if they try to emulate it and it looks terrible on them. Right. Right. And that's a possibility too. You know, we're not all built the same. I I guarantee that if the three of us stood together, we probably have at least two different body types amongst the three of us. And that's going to change the way that we dress ourselves dramatically. Well, it's funny you're saying that because I've actually had to go shopping with Lana. Um, I'm 5'4". Lana's a model. She's, what are you, 5'8", Lana? No, I'm only five seven. Oh, you're like it's still that's three inches. And if she when she goes shopping, she's got the long legs. It's it's hard. And so I always tell people, don't go shopping with someone that's you know not your body type or even different colors. I mean, Lana and I wear all t- totally different colors. So something that she looks good and might not look good on me. So it's right. really a lot of different things can go on with all this. Or right. make sure who you go shopping with is honest. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, but to your point, then that's exactly it. So like two friends go shopping. One has a cool undertone. The other has a warm. One is a pear. The other one is a carrot. And you both find a shirt and then you both wear it. Well, guess what? It's going to look very different on each one of you. And one of you is probably going to be super excited about it. And the other one's going to be like, well, why does it look so good on her? And looks like <laughs> crap on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, there is a bit of, there is definitely a science to all of this. And as you stated earlier, it really is important. And that's, that's not being shallow, I don't believe. I think it is important. You know, you get one, one time to make that first impression. And you want to give your, your best impression. And that does not mean that you have to go out and buy designer clothes. It just means you need to be buying things that look appropriate and good on you. Yeah. I don't think I've said that, you know, I have shirts that I've gotten at Target and I've gotten shirts that I've gotten at Nordstrom. Um, You can find, there's the gamut of it, but when you understand what looks best on you, then it becomes a lot easier to shop because you're not having guesswork anymore. It's a lot more systematic. Um, And to your point, it's all about confidence. Like nobody feels confident if they're messing with their bra strap or pulling up their jeans because they're sagging, or messing with a top because maybe it's fitting a little bit too tight or a little bit oddly. Um, That doesn't instill confidence in anybody. That just makes us feel more self-conscious. You know, I'd love to see some of your testimonials you speak about beautifully about seeing women and how they change in that 60 days. What's maybe the most um, heartfelt testimonial or thank you letter you've received? Man. Um, I'm sure you've gotten a lot. I know. I'm sitting there trying to think. That's why I'm trying to go through my brain because I there's been, I get them pretty much on a weekly basis. Um, probably my best one that I've ever received was um, from Brianne. And Brianne has been with me since the beginning. Um, and it, when it actually wasn't from her. It was from her husband. And oh, he had sent nice. me a thank you note that said that he has watched his wife blossom. And wow. he always knew she, she had it in her, but somehow, somewhere, 
that spirit had gotten crushed. And through the course, he had watched her reblossom again and what a cool thing it was. So that's that, great. That's that probably made, my favorite. Yeah, that made everything, all your hard work worthwhile, I'm sure. Speaking of hard work, one other question about your business. Maybe you could share with the ladies out there who are thinking about either taking a pivot or reinventing themselves. If you would, one of the big challenges or struggles you got through and, and how you persevered through that. I think when we pivot, especially when we get to a certain age and try to pivot, there's a lot of fear Um, because you know what success looks like or you know what success didn't look like, right? Because we have life experience. And so sometimes as we get older, it's harder to pivot because we fear the unknown or we fear that we won't be successful or we fear that people won't take us seriously or we fear that nobody's going to pay attention. You know, all those, those, those things that circle through our brains. Um, I would say that was probably my biggest struggle is that, you know, I'm not a fashion model. Um, I didn't even have a fashion blog. Um, I just really always loved fashion and I really loved women. And I was watching women become discouraged because they were surrounded by lots of images all the time and wondering why didn't they look like that. Um, And so that was what kind of got me through it. But there's a fear in putting yourself out there and trying to say that you're an expert in fashion when I don't have a fashion degree and I don't have fashion merchandising experience and I've never even worked at the Gap. Um, (laughs) There's some fear in that of, of putting yourself out there as an expert. But I would tell anybody that when you have that fear to look back and say, would I, in the end, when I'm 80, well, I have regretted that I didn't try. Good for you. Yay. Yeah. Kudos to you for sure. Well, we know one of our favorite questions our ladies love us to ask our guests is, have you bought something or recommended a product recently that you found and tried? Yes. So um, I'm into skincare right now. It's like my new obsession. Um, and they are the Dr. Gross Daily Peels. Can't live without them. Can't live without them. They are so the bomb. Yeah, like it was funny. Like when I got them, my... Um, my beauty consultant at Nordstrom was like, well, you know, some people do them like every other day or every third day, or you can cut them in half and use them, you know, cause they're, they are a little on the expensive side. Um, yeah. Within the first week I was like, no, I'm using these suckers every day. Like, <laughs> they, they work. And let me tell you, they work for all age skin. My daughter loves them. I use them. I've had actually an older woman told me about them. So yeah, they are they are an amazing product. Product. So that's, that's, that's so funny that you guys were all like, woo, woo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason why I'm saying that is that we were at Nordstrom's one day, Delon and I, and and she ran, ran off and bought me a package of them because she said you have to start using these because yeah. they make your skin look so much better. Oh my gosh, but, yeah, they are yeah. the bomb. So I would say that's probably my number. Yeah, that's my newest number one that I like. Can't wait to tell everybody about. Well, well, other than your beautiful skin, and you do have beautiful skin, may I say, tell us is what else you might be doing in your life that keeps you ageless in your mind and spirit? Oh, wow. Um, I'm trying to learn um, that I don't have to control everything. Um, I think there's a lot of journeys that I'm still going through and trying to work through. I think just being having a spirit of gratitude for the gifts that I've been given um, and the life that I get to lead. Um, I try to do that as often as possible. Um, and then I think being present, I think, especially for women, we are pulled in a gazillion different directions. 
and sometimes it's hard to be everything to everybody. Um, but I've learned if I'm just present in what I'm doing at the time, that that allows me to give the best of me to that person, individual, student, coworker, whatever. Um, and that that allows me to have a little bit more sanity than trying to think two steps ahead or two steps behind or whatever that may be. Well said. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kelly. We, we so enjoyed this and you've given us a lot of food for thought. Um, where can people find your program and find you on the internet? Sure. So um, I'm at adoreyourwardrobe.com. You can, that's our webpage. And then if you want to follow me on Facebook, it's Adore Your Wardrobe as well. Um, and I do a weekly Facebook Live every Thursday at 1130 Central Time where we dish about fashion for a half hour um, discussing pretty much anything and everything. So I would love to be able to see you guys there too. That's great. We'll check it out. And thanks again for your time. We really appreciate it. And good luck with Adore Your Wardrobe. Love the name, by the way. And we'll talk to you soon. Yes, Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank okay, you. So and, and ladies, we will have all the links to her site um, and, diff- and the products she mentioned at our website, ladiesroadmap.com. Thank you. Today's show is sponsored by My Roadmap Journal, a woman's guide to encourage you to think genuinely about your life and relationships. This beautifully illustrated 176-page spiral-bound journal has been designed to awaken your inner goddess. Come on, ladies, it's time to create the life you've been thinking about. Go to ladiesroadmap.com and push shop. Would you like to hear about our recommended product of the week, Sure you would. So come on over to ladiesroadmap.com and sign up for our newsletter. It's not to be missed. You'll get our current happenings on Ladies Roadmap and Ladies Roadmap Journal. Don't forget to sign up. Thank you for listening to Ladies Roadmap. And until next week, remember, the greatest part of a road trip isn't arriving at your destination. It's all the wild stuff that happens in between. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Just go to ladiesroadmap.com and click on podcast. It's as easy as that. Or you can subscribe on iTunes. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Ladies Roadmap. And you know what else? We would love to hear from you. Feel free to email us at info at ladiesroadmap.com. We'd like to give a shout out to our amazing music producer, Cam Tyler, at litloops.com. 